You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 10 of the Amen Corner. He's Stephen Cook. And he's Brad Rothschild. Hey, man. Hey, survived Thanksgiving? Yeah, I did. I survived it. I ate way too much, man. Oh, oh you're the only person in America, I think, who's eaten too no, much but Thanksgiving. Like, it was so bad. You know when your stomach hurts, when you're in the middle of dessert, like all of a sudden you get this pain and you're like, I need to lie down? Yes, somehow you persisted. I did. I did finish my dessert. You know, the problem was the shrimp cocktail. Okay. Killer. Lauren's parents were here, and there's a tradition in the family, in, in, in the Rossman family, to have shrimp cocktail as da- an dating order. back to the shtetl. Yeah, dating back to the shtetl. Yeah, uh, to have uh, to have shrimp cocktail, and there was this plat, giant platter. Of shrimp. I probably had like forty or fifty shrimp. You really think you had forty or fifty? Yeah. All right, come on. I did. I swear. I to feel God. like that's an exaggeration. No, it's not. Ask Lauren. <laughs> Yeah, the thing about... I'm going to text her from the studio here. <laughs> I don't think I have... I mean, it's now Sunday. Even yeah. We usually record this on Saturday. It's not yeah. Sunday. Thanksgiving, obviously, was Thursday. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, you have to eat in the days fall after Thanksgiving. However, I cannot... I, I can't... I can say that I have felt kind of full ever since... Thursday and have not just felt like clean. You right. Know, like, oh, okay, I feel all right. Now I can just eat like a normal person. It wasn't until this morning. My business. I went for a long run. Yeah, no, no. It's, and then it's, and I, I got back. Yet. I was like, okay, I finally feel myself again. Yeah, we're not there yet. But, you know, it's funny because on Friday, I went out and I bought some bread so we could make sandwiches uh-huh, with the leftovers. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I ran into one of my neighbors, and he looks at the bag. You know, he sees that I've got yeah. two loaves of bread in there, uh, and he's like, "Oh, I guess you didn't get enough to eat yesterday." <laughs> and it's like, as much as you eat in one meal, the way that food works is that you're still going to need to eat the next <laughs> right. day. Like, has have you ever met anybody who's like, oh, I ate so much yesterday that I'm skipping yeah, food no, for the no, next no. two days? Like, uh, it just doesn't work like that. One thing, two things. One, I just texted Lauren, how many shrimp do you think I ate on Thursday? She wrote 20. There's no possible way I ate 20. I, I had to, 50, 50. I feel like that's 50. an exaggeration. The other thing is, I was in Cairo during Ramadan in 2019. Yeah. And I kept getting invited to iftar to the breakfast. Yeah, and I would eat so much that I did not actually really need to eat the next day until the next evening. Until the still, next evening, but you still needed to eat. I still needed to eat. I definitely needed to yeah. eat. But I was stuffed, stuffed. And then yesterday, I ran into a friend on the street, and she was with her son, and she was carrying a bag of like takeout. And I was like, oh, how was Thanksgiving? She's like, oh, we ate so much. She's like, yet still I have food. I'm like, again, two days later, you're still going to need to eat. It's going to be okay. I didn't eat turkey yesterday. 
I was that the first day since for us? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're gonna have. There's still turkey in the fridge, though. I think I'm gonna have to do that for lunch, just to knock yes. it out. Just be like, all right, enough. All the all the sides, like the mashed potatoes, the, sides the Brussels sprouts, it's all gone. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all gone. Oh, we still have sides, but I, I, there's still turkey there, and I cannot, I cannot on Monday. Be like, oh, I, it's time for lunch and go downstairs and look at like a turkey carcass. No, because turkey is overrated. Over. Turkey is overrated. completely overrated. It's over, it's not very good after the first the first time you eat it. I wanted to I wanted to make like a roast beef. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah, on, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, again? like an old school like ro- like my grandmother, like a, my like father's mother. Yeah, Nana, Nana Ruth, Grandma Ruth used to make roast beef. On Thanksgiving? No, no, no. Like oh. every time, anytime we went there, it was roast beef. What if it was for Thanksgiving? She didn't I don't make remember it. Go- I mean, I was, I was little. I don't remember yeah. going there for Thanksgiving, actually. I'm sure. I remember I her know- coming to my parents or my other grandparents for Thanksgiving. I don't remember going there for Thanksgiving. I know there are people who eat like a ham on Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. I thought that's a Christmas thing. I, it's both, I believe. Ham and pheasant. Goose. I mean, I, I don't know. Did we you go always... to the parade? It's no. Right here, Dude, since my kids were little. Yeah. When the kids were little, I'd be like, all right, let's go to the parade. They'd be like, nah. <laughs> we, I think we've been once to the parade over the course of the years. The kids have never been into it. The biggest we... goer, Michael Cook. We used to go every year. The one time as a kid, I remember coming into the city and being especially excited to go was Thanksgiving 1978. Yeah. Because Bucky Dent was riding on nice. a float down, you know, in the parade route. And obviously that was the No, year. it was like a 14, 15 year old kid. I would go to the Thanksgiving Day parade, man, no, and we'd no, drag no. my buddy Adam, no, we didn't, who's, we didn't a, who's an Amen Corner listener. We'd go in, drive in. And then we get my grandmother and go back to my house for, yeah. Yeah. So we don't go to the parade, but what we do do, however. You go see the, the balloons getting blown up? We go not only to see the balloons being blown up, because that's something that anybody can do. Yeah. But we have friends who live on 81st. On Central Park West? On 81st. Oh, at 81st, yeah. Uh, between Columbus and Central Park West. And the night before the parade, so then when they're blowing up the balloons, the only people given access to the street are residents oh. and their visitors. Nice. So they have a, par- a a party every year. They send you an invitation. That's great. Flash your phone to the cops. The cops let you go on this restricted street. And then you can just go walk down 81st Street, watch the balloons getting blown up without the masses of people. Right. Right. Who get in your way. So, so how do they blow up the balloons? Does everybody like stand around and like blow yeah, into exactly. like different Macy's employees and like, yeah, that's exactly what they do. And people wow, like, take a lot of people. Oh, oh, that was tough. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Uh, but this year the weather was good for Thanksgiving. So yeah. I think, you know, part of the reason I think my kids never really wanted to go is because it's cold. cold and you have to get out there at like seven in the morning to get like a good spot. But Dude, I feel like we get up on Long Island Drive in. My father would drive in like a madman. We'd leave really early. Yeah. I feel like the car. demand has gone up in the last two decades for the parade. I mean, it was crowded. 
Yeah. It was always crowded. That was, and it was great to line up along Central Park because those were the days like when the college and high school bands would actually play. This whole thing, like stopping in, in Herald Square for like the Broadway show oh, yeah. such, and That's, the lip syncing is such bullshit. We ruin everything in this country. Everything gets ruined. Fucked up, yeah. man. Yeah. It's not a parade in any event. When, no, the when, big thing in my house after the parade, the dog show. The dog show. Everybody's watching the dog show. I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah. No, and the Golden did not win in the sporting category. Very that's a, disappointing. That's very, a big very that's a big who gives a shit as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a very special weekend. <laughs> the dog show made it an especially special weekend. And we watched some soccer. Yeah, soccer's on life. right now. What? Soccer's on right now. Yeah, I know. We're missing soccer. I know. Yeah. I gotta work today. I got a lot to do. Today is like a football day and a soccer day. A lot of sports going on. Tanya yeah. already went back to school. Wow. Because she was going to go. push to Christmas. Yeah. She was going to go later. Yeah. But we realized when we looked at the weather app that yeah, there's a rain. huge rainstorm coming through the, the mid-Atlantic. The Northeast Corridor. Yeah. So... We went through a whole bunch of different uh, scenarios last night at like 10 o'clock, including Talia saying, I'm just going to drive now. I'm just going to go back to school that now. That. Less, less traffic. Yeah, much but less as traffic. As a parent, I would have said, absolutely not. Yeah. But so as, again, as again, the guy doing the driving, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Well, if she had had anybody with her, uh, I would have been more open to the possibility. Right. But given... That she's Is she a good driver? Well, she's a new driver. Same thing with Maddie. She's only been driving for a few months, so right. I'm not, Same thing. I don't love the right. idea of her driving on the New Jersey Turnpike at 11.30 at night yeah. by herself. I get it. So we convinced her not to go last night, and she went early this morning. Uh, we haven't heard... Anything, right. so hopefully it's all good. She'll be fine. fine. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be fine. She'll be fine. But you know, it was nice having a full house for Thanksgiving. Uh, That's awesome. And then it was know, warm. It was cozy. You had the virtual fire going. Everybody sat around. And I was warming big blankets myself. and I hugged. was warming myself by the virtual fire of the Twitter implosion. <laughs> I was mostly off Twitter all weekend. What happened? I don't know. I'm just, you know, the whole yeah. thing is just it's like just the, bad. It's just it's bad. the end times on Twitter. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. If I sent you that thing times. about post. Yeah, I don't even know what What's that the story is. There? I think I'm on really... the wait list, like everybody yeah. else. How could I be on the wait list? I guess I don't know who you are. Yeah, I guess not. Fuck Maybe this. you need a verified blue check in order to get off the wait list. But, you know, I don't see like. People are like, oh, it's just going to go away next week. It's like Twitter's not going to go know, away we about this. as much as it's going to fizzle out. It's going right. to be People like MySpace. It's going to be like MySpace, which is still somewhere out there. Just nobody it's, uses it. It's going to be more like Truth Social. It, I mean, Truth it, baby. Well, in, in its it. effect, it will be more like Truth Social. Right. But um, I, I do notice, I, I mean, you said you haven't been on it the last couple of days, but I have noticed that I get a lot more um, right-wing posts on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Tweets, I should say. Like, 
Because you're secretly a right wing no, no, provocateur. No, no. I think it's and like the algorithm oh, says. Yeah, it's like you follow so and so, and so and so like this, and right. it's like an Elon Musk tweet, or you know some other like ridiculous right wing. I saw some graph this morning, right? Somebody posted a graph about the number of deaths from COVID during the Biden administration right. versus the Trump administration right. and the okay. numbers were really high. And then as you scroll through the talkbacks, somebody's like, yeah, you may want to notice that that says deaths in U S and China. <laughs> so somebody took the time to, uh, to, to look only at two countries and put them together. But the person who framed the right. poll was like, this is like a real indictment of Biden. <laughs> Did we talk about the fact that so many elderly Republican Arizonans died as a result of COVID and COVID misinformation and yeah. disinformation and anti-vax that that could have actually thrown the election to Katie Hobbs? Is that what we yeah. think it is? Well, he, she won by how many votes? 6,000? I'm, I'm not sure what the final tally Okay, is, but, but that sounds right. Okay, but if 9,000 Arizonan Republicans died because Fox News told them not to take, not to have a vaccine, yeah, there you yeah. go, Carrie Lake. Well, that's, that's why it. you lost, not because of some glitch with Maricopa County. But Meanwhile, she was she was, gonna, she was screaming about a rigged election before that. Yeah, 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 I know, I understand. That. I still. mean, it's interesting that that's the only place where this has really uh, come to pass where where the right-wing loser of the election is claiming some sort of right. fraud. But you still have more election deniers in office than you did before the election. That's yeah. why, again, I'm not I'm not out. No, we're know. not out of the woods. I'm just right. saying. Like, I'm not. The band we, isn't playing. We were, we were expecting a lot worse right. this time around. Meanwhile, no. this morning, I read this article, this long article in the Washington Post about Sam Bankman Freed, the guy behind FTX. All these yeah. fucking guys are such scammers. It's unbelievable. He had this whole like thing where he was all about altruism and he lived frugally. He drove a Toyota Corolla. Meanwhile, he spent money on this insane penthouse apartment in the Bahamas and this incredible, it was actually this incredibly lavish lifestyle. He basically stole investors' money. But what I want to know, here's what yeah. I want to know. That's, you know, like Bernie Madoff stole investors' money. Oh, he's you know, he's not the only one. Stole, uh, yeah, late stage capitalism right. is full. But, but here's what I want to know. Fraud, yeah. How come all these sophisticated investors, how come the Ontario Canada's uh Teachers' retirement fund, right. run by professional investors, didn't because look into this and figure this out. Because professional investors are sheep, like everybody else, and they don't want to miss out on these enormous returns. But, but like, because one, then, they're, then they're going to be like, "How come so and so made?" That's the same thing with Bernie Madoff. Why is so and so making thirty percent and you're making fifteen percent? Right, right. You right. suck. So listen, I, I I had a Bernie Madoff story. So my parents, very, very close friends, had friends who invested in with Bernie Madoff. Right. And so my parents, very good friends, had contact with Madoff and they were going to go ahead and, and invest with him. And he said, okay. And so 
my my parents friend were like, okay, we'll sign the you know the things to transfer our stock portfolio and so on and so forth to you. And he said, no, 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 liquidate everything and send me cash. Send me send me the proceeds. And my dad's friend Steve said, no thanks, and they never did it. I mean, it was so obvious, right? Well, so anybody who peaked peaked just a little bit under the hood of FTX would have but realized it, this was a total yeah, fucking scam run by a bunch of idiots. Oh yeah, okay. So they went to Stanford and they were math majors and so that it. doesn't insulate them from not being scamming no, idiots. But, but again, it's like Theranos, right? You remember? You yeah. know about Theranos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a great documentary yeah, about it's, it on it's the plane all, one day. It's all about other people are doing it, and once you get that seal of approval, then the herd rushes in, and nobody's doing the due diligence because they all assume that the other guy did the due diligence right. for them. It's like 70. So, so again, you don't want to miss out when everybody else is right. making money. And these are all Stanford-educated people. They're smart. Right. They know what's going on. Again, it's a fucking scam. And Seven, eight months ago, I called, I called no a buddy of mine. There's going on. It's just it's insane. But, People but are just fucking greedy. Here's the minimal due diligence I did. Seven, eight months ago, I called a friend of mine who went to University of Chicago Business School. I was like, dude, everybody's talking about crypto and like 10%, these great returns on crypto and so on and so forth. What do you think about that? He's like, dude, it's a Ponzi scheme. Stay the fuck away from it. Ridiculous. The minute, the minute that everybody starts pouring their money into something, that's when you know it's right. a bad thing. And when, then, when years ago people started like buying uh, second and third houses in Florida because of the real estate right, bubble, right, right. it's like run for the fucking hills. Right. When, yeah, they, yeah. when when the postman is investing in crypto, it's time to get the hell right. out of there. When, when the stripper's talking about her fourth property. Yeah, it's in, time to get the hell out of in there. In Broward County, people yeah. Or the so, lowest of low information. So then add to this the utter corruption of our politics. So this guy, Sam Bankman-Fried, poured tons of money into Democratic Party, Democratic politicians, including your senator, Senator uh, Kristen Gillibrand, um, who had introduced legislation to have crypto regulated by the Commodities Trading C- Commodities Futures Trading Commission not the SEC. And the CFTC is in no way, shape, or form, no way, shape, or form equipped to regulate anything other than like pork bellies and, and frozen orange juice, like in trading places. So, but the but these politicians who are getting money from this schmuck so are ready to do his bidding. So, so they're turning a blind eye to it. Of and then the whole thing melts down. Oh, we couldn't see that. What does Kirsten? What is what does Senator Gillibrand now say? Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's I used to brief her on the Middle East quite a bit. Yeah. She struck me as as smart and you know diligent and asked good questions and so on and so forth. But this is just beyond me, dude. It's, this guy was uh, the system. Uh, I mean, I, I think we've mentioned this once or twice on this podcast that the system is completely broken. I mean, yeah. have, we, have we talked about that ever? Uh, I, I recall. I, think I mean, so. at least once. It's like that episode of Three's Company where there was a misunderstanding based on somebody hearing part of a conversation. You remember that episode? <laughs> Coming Nakamado. Look, we've been we've you. been on this podcast now. This episode we've been going for almost twenty minutes. Yeah, and we have not mentioned the biggest deal that's been going on this week, which is the fact that former President Trump 
had dinner the other night with a fucking Nazi. A straight up Nazi. Actual, straight like a straight up, up Nazi. Nazi. A guy who like, like fulminates against the Jewish conspiracy and international Jewry. I mean, he doesn't believe the Holocaust happened. With, I mean, he's a straight up fucking Nazi. So, and the president's like, President Trump's like, great guy, great guy. And then when he, when they tell him, I don't know, I didn't yeah, know who he was. I That's know. His own thing. I, I, I never him. heard. I never heard. Just him showed up with though. Kanye. What are we supposed yeah. to do? But meanwhile, Nick Fuentes spoke at the January 6th Stop the Steal rally in Washington, D.C. So, Nick Fuentes has been well to has he um, has hasn't he spoken at CPAC or some yeah, of these other but places? Trump, but again, this is right. a rally where Trump oh, appeared, yeah, yeah. well Trump said right? CPAC, but yeah, you're right. So the fact that he's claiming not to know him obviously is a lie. I like mean, every and other he claims not to know the people who brought him the Diet Coke. <laughs> never saw him before, never heard of him. He's like a vodka Trump. I'm not really sure. No, no, I'm is. not sure. I, he, I, I want to hear our uh, Trump supporting uh, co-religionists yeah. explain this one. David right? Friedman. Yeah. Oh, oh, they're better than this. They're better than this. No, blah, blah, he's blah. actually not better than this. No, he's he's not, exactly this is exactly who he is. is. Yeah, he's exactly. So yeah, this. I want to know all the all the Trump yeah. Jews. Where are, I want you, to know. where are your friends at the uh, what's it called the Jew, Republican Jewish uh, coalition? Coalition. Yeah. Where's their condemnation? Yes, yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't heard it. I mean, can they take Trump's dick out of their mouths long enough to fucking tweet about this? I met that guy, the guy who heads the Jew, Republican Jewish coalition, at an event in D.C. He gave me his card. Did you burn it? No, throw it I have it somewhere. Pile a pile of business cards. You're gonna give which a apparently business cards are very passe. I was at a dinner with tech bros, and I gave, I pulled out my business, business card. card. People are like, oh, dude, that's like, oh, it's like so ten years ago. Card? Yeah, business like, cards. Nobody has a business card anymore. I was like, oh man, sorry, I'm so passe. Yeah, you don't need. Maybe business. I should be thrown out of this dinner. Uh, possibly. <laughs> so yeah. So he had dinner with straight up with Nazi. Kanye with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. Now Fuentes does not sound like an Aryan name. No, but does uh, what's that guy's name? Um, come on, again, he was also involved in the Stop the Steal. Dark oh, skin, Ali. Uh, yeah, Ali. Ali, whatever. He yeah. doesn't look like a member of the Aryan Nation either. No, no, no. no. Yet somehow, bigger tent these days. Bigger tent. I guess, but like, come on, man. They're really open. They're really more open to things these days. But uh, <laughs> these I are neo Nazis. This Nick Fuentes is a is straight up Nazi. Straight up Nazi. Like, is he still up. on YouTube? I don't does know. he still I, have a YouTube? I don't know about that. I'm not I sure mean, like, he does. He's been canceled by most of he the He needs to get punched media. because you know what? You got to punch Nazis. He needs to get more than punched. I, I know. To say it. I know. Um, I'm, me, I'm advocating violence against Nick Fuentes, actually. I'm not saying no. Yeah. Listen, the fact that nobody is condemning this, like... It's it's like unbelievable. Has Kevin McCarthy condemned it? No, of course Mitch not. Mitch McConnell? Ted no, Cruz? No. Who's like, I'm so pro-Israel. Yeah. I'm so pro-Israel. Oh, yeah, pro-Israel. And you can be pro-Israel. Well, no, well, yeah, right. But this is, this is their be. excuse for everything. Right. Yes, I dine and with anti-Semites. I say anti-Semitic things, but I'm and really I support Israel. Israel. Yeah, now, I, support I don't, Israel. actually, I don't think Ted Cruz has ever dined with an anti-Semite or, or said anything. Not knowingly. Maybe. Not well. I, I actually, I don't think Cruz is is, is an is an anti-Semite. But I'm in not saying general, he is. that right in that in that kind of r- world of right-wing yeah. craziness, yeah. 
their get out of jail card is I'm pro Israel. Yeah, but I mean, their definition of pro Israel is right. not my definition right. of pro Israel, but that's a different story. But yes, they use that as a fig leaf for their anti Semitism. <laughs> right. But guess what? President Nixon armed the Israelis during the Yom Kippur War. Operation and, Nickelback. And was a virulent anti-Semite. Hated Jews. Hated Jews. Hated oh, he, had Jews. His, he had a rabbi, though. He had rabbi a rabbi? Korf. I was Nixon's rabbi. Okay. Yeah. I knew his daughter. Um, I knew Korf's daughter. But he was, an anti- he was anti-Semite. Worked for Biden, actually. Korf's daughter. And Nick- when he was in the Senate a million bazillion years ago. But Nixon, Nixon did not like... Yeah, no friend to no friend. He didn't like individual Jews. He didn't like Jews as a collective. Yet he did the right thing when it came to rearming Israel. So that's always the fallback. Oh, I can't (laughs) be anti-Semitic. I I, I I like Israel. Israel. Yeah, it's like yeah. A lot of when Trump said it like the White House Hanukkah party. Your country. This is my country. A lot of these evangelicals are willing to love Israel to death. Oh yeah, maximal Israeli policy. So the flyers yeah. will come, and then exactly Armageddon, to, and then maybe. all those Jews have to convert. Otherwise, they're going to hell. Shit, I don't think I would thrive in hell. I don't know. It would be a bad environment for me. I mean, I what get sunburn? There? What happens? I don't know. You'd like burn in eternity, right? I mean, there's like burning in eternity, deal. and then there's like burning a, in eternity. Sounds like a bad deal. All Does seem like a bad I mean, deal. There'll be jokes about like, oh, we'll have a good time in hell because all of our good friends will be there. Uh, but it's not supposed to be a it's not supposed to be a rob. Yeah, that's too know. bad. Yeah, so the rapture is coming. You and I will will be in hell. <laughs> well, burning. just look at. I mean, think about all the evangelicals who showed up for the embassy move. The move from uh, Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, and like the guy who gave the keynote, besides Jared Kushner, was Reverend Hagee, who oh, also yeah. has said very suspect things about United, Jews, but really, really loves Israel. Christians United for Israel again, loving, Kushner. loving Israel to death. Remember when we called those guys? They never called back. Shocking. We called them during a show in like our first or second season. Yeah, they never called back. I yes, we called. And they didn't call us back. It's too bad. That is, that is a shame. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway. what's going to happen to Trump as a result of this? I'm going to go out on a limb and say nothing. 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 Just <laughs> like his tax returns happen. are now out. And we're going to see. Well, they're not out. They're no, but the. Certain the, people are going to see them. The House Ways and Means Committee now is in possession. Do they the have them already? I know the Supreme they Court. They were ordered ruled. by the Supreme Court. Yes. But do we the, know the that they have Department them? of uh, Department of Treasury. But do we know that under which the them? IRS is what? Do we know I don't know whether they've received them yet, but I think it's going to reveal the fact that he doesn't have a lot of money, and he's made money from being president in a variety of suspect ways, and, and also that some of his sources of income are beyond shady. Okay, so we're going to know that he undervalued his properties. Yep. Um, for tax well, undervalued them when it was for tax when purposes. When it was, there was yeah, an overvalued, opportunity overvalued yeah, other for loan purposes. Yes, right. he's committed fraud probably on multiple levels. There's all kinds of Russian oligarch money right. intermingled again, with this stuff. What difference is it going to make? That's the real question. Is there anything that's going to be done as a result of this? Nope. Will he be held accountable? Nope. My youngest daughter, Mia, consistently asked me, so is he going to go to jail? 
she's like, you guys said he was going to go to jail. Like, is he going to go to jail? And I have no real good answer other than in a functioning country, he would be under the jail. He would already be, he would have yeah. been prosecuted. Yes, he would have been. Right, he would have been He would have been allowed to run. Removed from office, right, yes. and, and, and never been allowed to run right. again. And again, yet here we are. Buried under the jail. Exactly. Like, the minute that he refused to release his tax returns, he should have been deemed unqualified to run for public office. I mean, there, how many moments were there? So, anyway, I mean, we can go on and on and on and Millions. on about this. Yeah. So, will he go to jail? Uh. And I feel like there is I, sort of like I can feel that there's like the winds are changing a little bit. Right? Maybe. The earth is, is shifting under our feet. And you well, can see that... There are people who are pivoting to Ron DeSantis. Right, right. I mean, you know, the Fox News pro-Trump miasma is over. I think Rupert Murdoch's put out to the the word to his people. But it's still not quite there yet. They're not there. And I think they're just sort of, at least in my, to the way I see it, they're laying the groundwork for... All right. If this guy does actually get prosecuted, we're still going to be okay because we right. have somebody else who's going to take his place, and we're bigger than him. Right now, I don't necessarily think that anybody is going to be able to fill his shoes because nobody has that like right. cult like appeal. Right. The question. I think. I think that's right. I think. It, I think he could actually outlast the Fox News right wing ecosystem embrace right. of him because yeah. of who he is and because of what he does. With his base, it's a it's a cult. The question is, of that, let's say thirty percent that really right. is down the yeah. rabbit hole. You know, the there there is some percentage of them that is engaged in and in, in, are afflicted by mass delusion. Is there is there some significant percentage of that thirty percent that's movable? That's well, not movable, but that is just going to become exhausted, exhausted by Trump. Right. You're going to have, let's say you have 20% that are going to continue to be afflicted by the the mass delusion that they have been afflicted with. 20% of that 30%, I think that percentage is higher. Okay. Whatever. I'm just making up numbers. Yeah. But is there, is there, is there a sense that people just can become exhausted? Like the the Carnival Barker show is no longer entertaining. Right. I mean, his his announcement for his 2024 run. Yeah, kind of petered out. Yeah. Again, you're right. There is a high percentage, I think, of that 30% that are all in. Like, they're gone. They're full on, you know, mouth breathing, tinfoil hat That's the 30% in the country that's always been crazy. No, but, but among that 30%. Right, you so you think, think it's like at least like seventy percent are just like hardcore, like they you know Trump or die people. But of that, but so and the remaining thirty percent may get exhausted, and because yeah. it's like it seems like this is uh he's trying to recreate the awesome party that he had in twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen, and you know you can never do that. Yeah, he we talked about like it last week on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I think. He's kind of done. I mean, again, you write this guy off at your own peril. Right, exactly. But I find it hard to imagine. I I can't. I can't live through more of him. Who can? Who can? Talk about exhausted. Like fuck that guy. Get away. We're exhausted. What? (laughs) I'm exhausted.
All right. Anyway. Anyway, I think people are emerging from their food comas. <laughs> hey, I want to give a shout out to uh, to my nephew Justin, um, who was uh, recently diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, it's I've learned that Hodgkin's lymphoma is much better than non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and his prognosis is excellent. But he's also just going to be 19 in a couple Dude, weeks and this it sucks, so, sucks bad. so bad so bad i've been walking around thinking about this ever since you told me obviously just um he's a he's a great kid he's a great kid just he, a sensitive to say, great, to say that, to say that he doesn't deserve this is, <laughs> it's, is it's an like understatement beyond it's an been understatement, through a lot considering he's 19 you know your sister doesn't deserve this your mom <laughs> like my other life nephew said, no, no, no. is inherently unfair. Yeah. But he's got a great support system. He's got good doctors. He's yeah. going to be okay. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. And I'm waiting rough. to talk to him, right? Like, I yeah. reached out to your sister and I'm like, I'm here. I don't want to push him because right. he's going through whatever he's going through. But the one thing, I have actually a lot of things to tell him. Yeah. But. For me, the big thing for him to hold on to yeah. is his prognosis, which is yeah. good. Good, right. So when I was going through what I went through, the only thing I can hold on to was the fact that I knew no matter how hard it was going to get, that I was going to live. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's says, huge. That is huge. I mean, I mean, I've never been through it, but I can just imagine. But like, like knowing like it's going to be okay, like because if you think and of course obviously the doubt creeps in you're like well maybe i'm not going to be okay yeah but again when the doctors tell you like you're going to be okay right that's what you have to focus on in those dark moments right like you're going to be okay right so that's what i would want yeah. to tell yeah i mean that is that is the thing i mean when my mom found out i the stress and anxiety i thought i thought she was going to i thought she was going to pass out from it but she didn't talk to a second cousin who's a doctor walked her through it and assured her that, you know, he was going to be okay. And that's all you can go with. That's all that's you can go you with. To hold on to. Got it's going to be. It's going to be brutal. I mean, the good news is it, it caught it. Early. He caught it early. How did he uh, find it? He was messing with a chain around his neck, and he was messing he with it. A little... Felt a bump near his clavicle, and he went. And because you know, for obvious reasons, they're all kind of cancer phobic in that family because. Yeah. Justin's dad died five years ago of glioblastoma. He went off to the health service at school and did some tests and they sent it to his pediatrician and the pediatrician was like, come home, let's do some more looking into this. So Dude, he's so young that he still goes to a pediatrician. Like this shouldn't be happening. <laughs> it shouldn't like, be happening. It's just not right. I know. But like, you know what? We're not gonna, we're not gonna ever find that peace in looking for you know, a reason why this right. happened. There's no fucking reason. No, it's no fucking so, reason. And, and it's not even worth thinking about it. So again, I'm, so, yeah, the I, good I'm news ready is to talk to him. I'm his ready prognosis to is excellent. Yeah. He's going to be able to finish out his semester as soon as he's done. And then, and then his treatment will start. As soon as he's done, I'm going to run up there to New York. I, I obviously I've been FaceTiming with him, but I want to hang out with him. And his birthday's coming up. I mean, fuck. Yeah, he in the meantime he needs to take advantage of this in any way possible. And like I texted you the other day, there's no sex like sympathy sex. And you should not be too proud to accept it. So 
I did get a picture of him surrounded by pretty girls at, at, at back at school one day. So did, did I just say Seth? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just <laughs> anyway. you know what I mean. Just. Uh, anyway, I, Seth shouldn't be too proud to accept it either. <laughs> so anyway, everybody, keep my keep my family in your in, in your thoughts, please. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, a good kid. he's he's gonna be okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We're out. We're out.